Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Um, I wanted to deal with an email as well in relation to housing. Somebody texted and says, Niall, what would you know about the people who live in Ashtown? All I know about the people who were living in the forest in Ashtown was they were homeless. I don't know anything about them. I believe, by the way, one or two of them were working. I don't think they were doing anybody any harm. Um, They shouldn't be there. You're right. There's no reason for them to be there. They should be housed, but that's up to the state to do that. But two lads going down, you know, with their faces covered in dogs and a baseball bat. It's certainly not the answer, is it? You know what I mean? Anybody who believes that's the answer, well, then you should be in jail with them. You know, because that's not how you deal with situations. That's clear racism. Anyway. Let me just go to this email. Myself and my husband and two children were renting for nearly four years. And we had our second house. Um, We had enough for a deposit. Um, We saved over 40,000 over seven years in total for our deposit. And because we both have good jobs, we could buy a house for just over 400,000 in Dublin. We searched and searched and took so many factors into consideration, including distance from the city, local amenities, etc. And I was opting for a small detached house off the beaten track, but my husband wanted to be part of the community for the sake of the children, which I agreed with. We found a lovely house about a year ago and bought it off plans. And our house was to be the first, was to be in the first phase. We were one of ten houses in the first phase and we moved in just before Christmas. It was so exciting and just a wonderful feeling to spend our first Christmas together as a family in our new home. In the last three weeks, the other nine houses have been occupied and we were so excited to see and meet our new neighbours. But it's turned into a nightmare. Two of the houses beside us have gone to a family with seven children. I'm assuming they mean both houses are being shared by the family. They don't talk to us because they don't speak English. Their kids are wild and they are living in both houses. The next house down is a single mum with three kids. And the other houses are all foreign people. I don't mean to be racist and I hate to sound racist because I'm clearly not. If anything at all, I'm a social justice warrior. I've been accused of it by my friends. Their kids are constantly in our back garden. They knock on our door. They set fire to our recycling bin. I went to the mother of one of the children. I caught peeing down the side of her house. And she ran me from her door. And let's just say, she seemed as bad as her children. The other family with the two houses have three large vans that look unsightly in their gardens, inside and out. I checked with one of the local builders and he said that five of the houses beside me were being operated by a housing agency and they are social housing and part of the 20%. Myself and my husband consider ourselves socialists and believe that everybody deserves a home and somewhere to call home. But we are paying over 15000 or 1500 a month for a mortgage and we wanted some standards where we could live but it's turning into hell and now my husband thinks we have no chance of selling the house or getting our money back because of the menaces we have living on our road with us. I hate to say it, but why is it fair to do this to us after we worked hard for what we have and we have social misfits who don't work living next door to us? I just feel like crying all the time now as I can't let my children out near these feral children and my dream has turned into a nightmare. Niall, please ask your listeners, is there anything that we can do? Can we sue the builder? As they told us, no one on our road would be social housing when we booked the house first. They said the social housing would be built around the corner. I'm not being a snob or begrudger and I just want want the state to be fair. Yes, give people a home, but separate separate from those who work hard for their homes and value their homes and privacy. Now, 
Okay, it's not a nice situation. There's no doubt about that. You buy your dream home, you're with your husband and your two kids, you think everything is wonderful, it's a nice, it's a brand new house, you're furnishing, you're excited. And your neighbours are not good neighbours, be they social housing or otherwise. But she was lied to by the builder, it was not unusual, who told her the social housing or the 20% social and affordable housing would be built elsewhere, which normally sometimes does happen, actually. They don't integrate it into the ordinary housing. The kids of said neighbours are setting her bins on fire, pissing in her garden, knocking on her door, generally making a nuisance of themselves. She went to the mother of one of the children. She said there's a single mum with two children, three children. And she ran her from the door. I don't know much more about it than that. But she can't even let her kids out now, she said. So her dream has now become a nightmare. And she says it's not fair. She said, and she's saying, look, I, I, herself and her husband, they consider themselves socialists and everybody deserves a home. But she's saying, why is it fair that I'm paying 400000 and somebody next door to me pays nothing or lives in social welfare and pays a minimum payment for a social house? She doesn't believe that's acceptable. Is she right? Or is she being a snob? Is that the bottom line? The number is 87 Is she being a snob? Let me go to Terry. You're in Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Terry? How are you, Niall? How are things? Good. Now, Terry, is she being a snob? Everything she said, she's not being in her email. A <laughs> snob, a begrudger, a racist, she is being. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not, ni- it's not nice to have kids setting your bins on fire and hissing in your garden, no, is it? No, well, yes, yes. But, like, she's, she's going on about, like, herself and her husband are socialists and they think everyone should have farmed a home uh, or should... Uh, yeah, have a home, just not near, not in her back garden. Yeah, she's a NIMBY, a NIMBY. She is, yeah, she's a NIMBY. But are, but aren't we all? Aren't we all NIMBYs, really? We are. Uh, to, to a certain extent. Yeah. But she just, she just doesn't. Sounds like she doesn't want anyone who's not buying their house and uh, is a married couple and only has two kids living near them. She doesn't want an unmarried. Oh, have I lost you there, Terry? Terry, you there? Oh, we just dropped his line. You can text us or WhatsApp us. The number is 87 8 That's 87 Is she being a snob? Uh, by the way, Terry himself lives in social housing because it's up on my screen here. And he thinks she's being a snob. Josephine, you're on Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Josephine? Hi, how are you? How's Good. Going? I'll try and get Terry back if I can. But go ahead, Josephine. I mean, is she right? Does she have some sort of... Should she be able to live with like-minded people? I think whether you're living in the country, whether you're living in a house, wherever you're living, if you have neighbours from hell, you have neighbours from hell. And your life is going to be dreadful. Mm. Like, that's not acceptable that there's kids coming, setting fire to her bins. That's not acceptable that there's children coming, peeing in her garden. Like, somebody has to be held accountable. Yeah, I, I understand that. But what about her argument that, you know, hey, we're paying 1500 a month for a mortgage and these people next door are not paying anything for their house and they get exactly the same house as us. She said, I'm a socialist and I agree everyone should have somewhere to live, but it's not fair that I'm paying 400 and these next door who are doing nothing and not a tap are getting it for free. But you see, that's, that's where the divide will always be. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it has to be hard for her that's going out to work every day. Her husband's going out to work every day. Okay, she chooses to live there. Maybe she should sell up and move out of there if she's not happy with there. Yep. But you can you can see her point. Is she being a, is she being a snob? 
No, I don't think so. If I had somebody pissing in my garden, <laughs> if I had somebody set the fire to my bin, mm. I'd be a totally different person. Yeah, you wouldn't I'd, be happy. I, I, would, I wouldn't put up for that. I wouldn't put up with that from any neighbour. And I'd end up turning to be the neighbour from hell because I'd cause so much hassle and I'd cause so much trouble. But the problem is, if you say something or if you go to the, the mother or if you go to the family that are causing the problems or families, you could then create more problems for yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, if, you know, so in that situation, the best if you really feel that badly, the best thing to do is probably put the house up for sale. I'd probably end up putting the house for sale. Mm. If I wasn't getting any satisfaction from the neighbours, if I wasn't getting any satisfaction from going further to the social housing, if I wasn't getting any satisfaction from the guard, then your only option is get out, get up and go. Yeah. But people have to respect. The respect for people's property, the respect for people is gone. Yeah. And this is what the problem is. And people are being called racist straight away, even though they're not racist. They're being called snobs straight away. There's a label being put on people straight away so that you just shut your mouth, stay quiet and say nothing. And that's what's wrong with society today. Everything is labelled. People are labelled and you're shut down straight away and you're called racist, you're called a snob, you're called this, that and the other. Well, do you, here, well, here, well here's the question, Josephine. Do you, well, I suppose this is the argument people were making and do you, and she's making, do you believe if you buy your house, in other words, if you're paying a mortgage of 1500 or two grand a month and your house is 400000 or whatever it is and you put a nice healthy deposit of 40000 which they said they saved for seven years, do you believe they are entitled to have a better house than somebody who hasn't paid or hasn't put a big deposit down or is not paying, you know, 1,500 quid a month and has only well, paid... That, 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 that was her choice. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to move to an area... But, but is she entitled... From... Well, then is she entitled to that privilege of being in the leafy suburb with like-minded people? Is she entitled to that? If she's paying for it, yeah. If she's paying for it. If she's out there and she's working hard... And she's earning her own money and she's not getting anything from the government. She's sourcing her own income. Her husband is sourcing her own income. They're not looking for anybody. They're not looking for handouts from anybody. Then she's entitled to get what she's paying for. Right, and she's entitled to live somewhere where her neighbours aren't all being handed a house for free is what you're saying. Well, not being handed a house for and, free. And not being, handed being a involved house for free. in antisocial behaviour. She is entitled to live where she wants to live, where there's, her bins aren't being set in fire, where people aren't coming in and pissing in her garden, where there is disturbance all the time. She's entitled to live the life she wants to live. Mm-hmm. And being called a snob, and being put a label on, and being called racist, and being put a label on. It's so easy now to label things, and it's so easy to bully people. Oh, I can't say this because I'm going to be labelled. As well, say it again. Oh, I've lost you as well. Well, that's what I got me phone lines today. Now, let me go to Ed. Ed, you're an artist classic. It's radio. How are you doing, Ed? How are you, Noel? You well? Good, Ed. Sorry, there's something wrong with me phone lines today. Everybody is going at a pinnacle point in, the, in what they're just about to tell me something really important. Noel, I agree with that woman. I have a mate that's going through this at the moment, right? Yep. Bought a house. You know, he lived there about 15 years. Uh, bought a house, a lovely area. He raised his kids. There's a field directly across the road from him. And now they've built a council estate there, so it's not even 40, 50 metres from his house. And the place has just gone run down to bits. There's scrambler bikes going up and down the road. There's salties. There's everything. He's from a council estate himself. But he said, I work hard in life to better myself. 
And now he's have he's he's in the process of trying to move, but the house isn't worth what it would have been before this estate has been built. Sad, so well, well, it's a lot. sad fact that you know, and, it, and it is a fact, and we can't ignore facts that when there's social housing near your house, it devalues the house, and that's just a fact. Yeah, and, and people don't like it, but the problem is... I'm not is, saying there's anything wrong with people living in social housing, I'm just saying that's just a fact, no, devalues that. And, and I, I totally agree, like, social housing shouldn't be built beside private housing. You do, well, well, then, see, well then, here's the problem, well, right? Well, well, here's the problem. If you build... See, the whole idea of social housing is to integrate people, right? Now, if you build the social housing separately around the corner... Say, let's say you build 200 houses. So then out of those 200 houses, there's 20%. That's 40 houses that must be built for social housing and affordable housing, right, by the builder. So let's say the builder puts those 40 houses on the green around the corner, right? What happens is that you have a problem then with class. It's a class situation. But you then end up with a lot of antisocial behaviour in the one area. Yeah, Bec- because you're putting... This, tell me this, right? So this the whole is, idea this, is you integrate people, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. But tell me this, right? And I was having this argument with, this, with a chap. So you build a social housing estate separate to a, account, a private estate, right? Yeah. And within 20 years, the social estate is a ghetto, right? Why doesn't the private estate after 20 years turn into a ghetto? Well, in some cases they have, but yes. No, they don't. They don't. You know that and I know that. It's a different class of people. People who well, well, yeah, but not, but not, uh, but not every social... Yeah. To, to get on the property ladder, you have to have your head screwed on. You have to work hard, you have to save, you have to sacrifice things. And then there's people out there and the last kids left, right and centre to get on the housing list. You, you, and, and my mate says, he's from a council estate, he says, and the phrase everyone uses, I tried to better myself to move out of a council estate, to raise my kids in a nicer, safer area. He's done that. And now they've built this place across from him. And he says, I'm back to square one, it's like growing up again. You know? And I don't agree with it. I totally don't agree with it. I mean, you, you, you only have to walk down a council estate and then walk out through a private estate and you can see the difference. You can see the difference. Mm. They're, they're, they're not, like, people who own their... I'm not, I'm not telling everyone the same thing. When you, when you say you can see the difference, yeah, family in, 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 in my respect... But when you walk through a council estate to a private estate, the private estate is so much cleaner. People keep the houses noisier. The speed ramps are lower. Everything. Well, well, okay. The People keep their houses better. Maybe that's a case of people just having more money to do that, is it not? No, no. Well, well, it is. No, no. You can be clean and you can have no... You, you and have pride. I mean? Yeah, you can be clean and have pride in your home. But yes. bloody money. But um, that's just a fact. And, like, people don't like it when you when you tell them. Statistically, there's a case of antisocial behaviour. That's just true. And people don't like that. So when you live in a private estate, of course you're not going to want a council state beside you because you, you want less coin. But here's the thing, and this is what I said to Josephine as well, that if everybody felt like that or thought like that, there'd be nowhere to, to put social housing. It, everyone does talk like that. Everyone does think like that. You ask anybody that's working their ass off to, to get a private house, if all of a sudden a field beside them, they, they last in council housing, everyone would be up in arms. I think most just, people just, would object, yes. Not just, not just over the whole... Um, the, the trouble, but also the fact that you're paying a king's ransom for a mortgage. A man across the road, you see him every day, he gets there about 12 o'clock and he's unemployed and he has no get up and go and he's getting everything left, right and centre. And then there's a case, people go, oh, you're begrudging them. You know, you're not begrudging them, you're just thinking, how is this fair? You know, uh, Josephine, is that is that your thoughts on it? Sorry, you're back there. It's just, how is it fair? Well, look, at the way I, I would like to make the point, right? I grew up in 
a council estate. As did I. Yeah. yeah. I was perfectly happy. I grew up in the 80s in a council estate when unemployment was rife, when nobody had work, when people were hungry. But people had respect for one another. We didn't have people pissing in our gardens. We didn't have people... Um, Set their minds on fire. But do you but live in that council estate is, now? What is, what's wrong sorry, now? sorry what, did, what did you say to Josephine? Does she live in that council estate now? No, I worked no. from the time I was 17 yeah. years old. To better yourself. I, yeah, I built my exactly. own home. Yeah. But my point is, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. If that mother told her children and put manners on her children not to have them pissing in the garden, if the parents put manners on their children not to be setting fire to them, then the council estates will be getting the name that they're getting. It's all down to Bad parenting. the hand that rocks the cradle is the yeah. hand that rules the world. Okay, listen, I have to go to a break. That's a good point, Josephine. It is A lot of it's down to bad parenting. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087 This woman being a snob now, that she won't even let her kids out on the road because she bought a brand new house just before Christmas, the house of her dreams. Now it's turned into the house of her nightmares because uh, some of the houses on the first phase of where this brand new house is, there's only 10 houses, and five of them are social housing. Uh, and now she's horrified of the type of people that have moved in beside her. She talks about people not speaking English. I don't know whether it's even relevant. But anyway, kids peeing in our garden, kids setting fire to our bins, all sorts of things. Uh, the number is 087 Also, vans parked in garden outside as well. And, you know, I'll be honest, I find vans quite unsightly myself. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. All right, dear, drive me with you in a second. Mick, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Mick? Hi, how are you getting on? Good. No. No, that lady there that, um, that has, the, has the, the family alongside them. I don't think it's anything to do with social housing or, or anything like that. Because I'll tell you, you could, um, I, I have a house rented out there um, to have. And I have awful problems with, with my, with my neighbour. And he's a professional. He's a okay. professional person. And he, okay. he's, he, he hit the house with the digger. And he has put mud up against the house and everything. And, uh, and like, like I said, it's nothing to do with social housing. It's the neighbour. It's, it's, it's who you have alongside you. Okay, but what do you reckon what uh, one of the callers said there before the break? He said, if that's the case, why don't every... Um, we used to call them purchased houses when I was a mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, why isn't it estates with private housing don't turn into ghettos, whereas estates, he said, with yeah. social housing turn into ghettos they, after they years? Do, they, they do, they do. Private, private uh, houses, uh, um, you, you, can have, you can have bad, bad neighbours in there too. And uh, the, and they would actually be the exact same. I mean, if you have a person that uh, if you if you have uh, rowdy kids, um, they'll do the same thing in a in yeah, a private but, but, estate. But, but make we have to face a fact, and the fact is, when you have a lot of social housing, you have a lot of people who maybe maybe unemployed or low income. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have a higher crime rate. You do have higher rates of antisocial behaviour. There's there's statistically statistical facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, in in relation to this woman, so she's bought her house for four hundred thousand euro, yeah. her and her hubby, and their two kids. The house of yeah. her dreams just moved in before Christmas. Delighted with herself, the neighbours all move in, and their social housing, and uh, it's turned into her nightmare. Is that fair on her, or is she, been, or is she being a snob? It's, it's totally not fair on her. I mean, it's it's not fair on her. But I mean, like she hasn't a lot. To, I mean, she hasn't any. Uh, she hasn't a lot of choices. Uh, to so do is it just I mean, tough? Like, is that just the way uh, it works? Uh, well, I mean, all you can do is all you can do is, is sell it up. 
But I mean, she's going to she the, the next person that moves in there is going to have a bad neighbor as well. So I mean, so what about uh, the, the comment that she made? She said, "Look, she she believes she's a socialist herself, and she said everybody's mm-hmm. entitled to a home." But she mm-hmm. said, "If you're paying for your house, you shouldn't be mixed in with other people who are in social housing." In other words, she suggests well, social she, housing should be well, separate. Well, she, al- she also said that everyone has a has a right to a house and a home and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I mean, if everyone has a right to a house. And if that's the way the kids are, uh, you just have to, I mean, you have to put up with it or you have to sell up and move out. You have to, that, you, there are the only choices. Like I said to you there initially, yeah. I, have an, I have a neighbor. He's a professional person. He works. And I mean, he's just a very, very bad neighbor. Like I said, uh, like uh, yeah, if, you have a, yeah. if you have a bad neighbor, you have a bad neighbor. It doesn't matter if they're, if they're uh, unemployed or they're implied. If they're a bad neighbor, it will be a bad neighbor. That's it. Okay, thanks for that, Mick. Um, let me go to Deirdre. Deirdre, you're on Ireland's Classics Radio. How are you doing, Deirdre? Hi, Ned. Um, yeah, I, I'm of the similar opinion to Mick there. I mean, um, I live in a social house, in a social housing estate. Um, and, like, well, firstly, anyway, it just annoys me the way everybody says a free house. It's not a free house. Okay. No, and no, way. but for, for many people, it's just a low rent because you're in a lower income. Yeah, but on that point, Noel, when we were, when we got this house, okay, friends of ours bought their house and we are paying our rent and we will pay our rent until the day we die. And by the time I reach my 70s, we will have paid more rent for this social house than what my friends paid to buy their house. Mm. Over, over a long so, period of time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, like, it's not, you're not getting something for free. You are paying for it. Well, some people are. Well, there's no one that pays zero rent. Well, well, I, I suppose the argument is is that some people who are unemployed, I'm not everybody in social housing is unemployed, by the way. Some people are on low income, so they get a subsidised rent. Um, but if, if people are unemployed, um, the money that they're paying is from their social welfare. So the argument people will make is, well, they're getting that money from the state anyway. And they're handing that over, which is maybe 20 or 30 quid a week. So in other words, they're not paying for it themselves. So, well, so yeah. I, I'm only I'm only just telling you what people will say. Um, and and by the way, I I was raised in a corporation estate, as it was called at the time. Social housing was called corporation estates at the time. But is it fair to her? Is she being a snob by saying, "Well, no. I paid four hundred thousand for my house, so why should somebody be moved in next door?" You well, know, who she, she says are menaces. She is on that point because basically, like she's labelling everybody that lives in a social house to be menaces. Well, that's, I suppose she's, she's basing it on her experience right now at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And she, she has awful neighbours. But, I mean, we're not menaces and we live in a social house, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, um, like, what should happen here is that the councils should actually be held more accountable. Like, I guarantee if she actually rang the guards, the guards would say, look, it's a civil matter. Yeah, you, so, need, to, you need to contact the housing agency who yeah. gave them the house. And I can guarantee you that the housing agency wouldn't do anything. No, they won't do anything. You know? Um, so so nobody, nobody gets booted out. That's the problem. Because, yeah. well, the argument from the council is, in relation to booting people out of social housing, is you have to find somewhere else for them to live then. So yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know that side of it. But, I mean, just, like, I do think councils should be held more accountable. Like, for example, before we got this house, we were renting, we were renting privately. Okay? Yeah. And um, the um, estate that we were renting in, we were living there for 10 years, no issues, no problems. Our, our children were small. We never had an issue with any neighbours, anything like that. A few years into our tenancy, I would say about eight years while we were renting there, um, the council bought a house, about four doors of us, um, to use as social housing. And they 
housed a different family that had no record of being in that. Yeah. Whereas we were on the housing list and we were showing that we were living in this community and we were, you know, we weren't antisocial in any way. Like, it's just... I, no, I, what you're saying to me is there's no plan. It's just, no. it's very ad hoc the way the whole thing has been done. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And okay. I do think that the councils need to be held um, accountable for... Okay, we'll, 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 we'll just stay there for a second because I want to go to Tony as well before the break of a can. Tony, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Tony? Oh, that's Graham Noel. How are you doing? Deirdre lives in a, a social house. She's in a council house. And she said this is not about council houses versus private houses. It's about the fact that some people are just bad neighbours. Yeah. But it's totally unfair on the girl. It's totally unfair on the girl having to pay 400 and odd thousand for a house and someone gets the house next door to her. And mm. next door again, next door again for 25, for about 25 quid a week. Possibly, like, yeah. There's no fairness in that. Well, it doesn't seem fair, but I suppose everybody has to have somewhere no, no, to live. No, it's not fair. It's not that it doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. It's just not fair. Like, these people are being handed things, and there's no incentive for them. There's no incentive for these people to go to Can I just um, correct you there, actually? Sorry. Um, we live in the social house, and myself and my husband are both working. And I have been working since I have been 17. Yeah. Okay. I, I, we don't get any social welfare. The only social welfare that we have is this house. Right, okay, but I'm talking about like if someone is on social welfare and the vast yeah, but, majority but are on social welfare. You're labelling everybody that lives in the social house. And no, I'm just saying it's, it's really fair. wrong. Like, I'm just saying it's really wrong for one person to be paying 1500 quid a month or two grand a month in some cases and the person next door to be paying 25 quid a week. There's no fairness in that. Absolutely no fairness. For exactly the same wrong house. I was being brought up in a social house. I was brought up in the corporation house. There was nothing wrong with it. But it's just now there's a sense of entitlement. No, the problem is that the reason that they started introducing, um, you know, integrating people more into states was because they wanted to avoid ghettoizing places. And that's why they started putting people into private estates in one-off houses. So that, because, I mean... At the end of the day, you are going to be encouraged by... Yeah, it's different if it's a one-off house, but this poor girl has been surrounded by social health with people that don't have any, have any respect f- f- for anybody. I and the girl is stuck with a 400,000... Uh, but just like the girl is stuck with a 400,000 euro debt. And the house is probably only worth 300,000 now. Mm-hmm. Well, because no matter how much it's worth, but it certainly may go down. I know, but just like who's going to buy it now? Like, are you going to buy it? No, because you're going to go up in the place of a slum probably now. Well, I wouldn't say it's a slum yet, but certainly she seems to have problems where she said she can't even let her. I mean, Deirdre, it's, 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 it's sad that she's in her dream home only a couple of months, not even, just a month and a half or so, and she can't even let her kids out on the road. Yeah. yeah That's sad. And that's exactly like the girl, yeah, but just like in the first place, as she said, like she was a socialist. She was very naive, very, very naive because it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work, socialism. Anywhere they've tried it in the world, it doesn't work. I mean, everybody's entitled to somewhere to live and, and that's without a shadow of a doubt and the Constitution ensures everybody has a roof over their head, by the way. But... You know, I suppose, dear, to the point she's making is, you know, find people somewhere to live. But it's, they're, 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 I know this is going to sound wrong. And not in my backyard. 
Yeah, yeah. That was that's the way it is now. Think, with all the protest that's going on around Dublin as well. Yeah. well I think they were yeah, at Falls Bridge yesterday. It's not in people, my backyard. If you look at all the immigrants that's coming in, the I, I don't want to go into the immigrants because Ben Day is talking about it. But yeah, I know. But what I'm saying to you is, is they're all being put into. Real walking class area. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real walking class Put them into Dannybrook and see how long it takes for a protest to start. Classic Hits Radio. All right, Lorraine and John, I've got three minutes left and I want to get to both of you, so I'll go to ladies first. Lorraine, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing, Lorraine? Hiya. How are you doing? Um, in relation to this woman, is she being a snob? No, 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 she's not. She's had to pay uh, enough on a deposit and she's paying enough for a mortgage, 1500 a month. Mm-hmm. So no, she's not being a snob. She's being in a right that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Like they, there should be, you know, social housing. Everyone is entitled to a house, but not if someone's at the saving their ass off for a house to be put. People put in beside her like that. No, she's not being a snob. So, well, then, when, if that's the case, where do you put social housing? Well, they have to find somewhere for them, but they, you but know, just not beside if her. This was agreed <laughs> that sorry, but just not beside her. <laughs> well, so, no, because they have to be. But I mean, all social housing has to be beside somebody. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but if they're carrying on like that, they should be taken out of social housing. Well, they should, yes, yes. Yeah. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. I mean, and we see that time and time again. So they can generally misbehave as much as they want and get away with it, unless they do something extremely serious. Well, look at, you know, even with the councils and look at the whole, the, the whole system is wrong. The whole system is corrupt from top down to bottom. And anyway... So if you were her, you'd be complaining too? I would be complaining. I have a lot to complain about. Yeah, I have a lot to complain about. Okay, stay there just for a second. Let me go to John. John, uh, well, let me need to get you on the air more often, Lorraine, if you've loads to complain about. John, you're in Ireland's Classic Gets Radio. How are you doing, John? Mr. Boylan, how's things? Good. John, you've heard what Lorraine says. You know, I mean, everyone deserves their own space, but just not beside each other if one is paying and one is not. Well, Niall, to be honest, I'm in a council house 20, 26 years. Like, Yeah. And... The whole estate was a council, was a council estate, but everybody bought the, the houses off the council years ago. Oh, yeah. And my two neighbours don't have any problems with me living in the council, in the council house, and them two paying nearly what, what one, nearly 1,900 or whatever it is per month for the, for, for the, for the mortgage. Yeah. And, the, and I'm working Monday to Friday, half six in the morning until yeah. five in the evening, and I'm only paying 38 euros a week. Yeah, but you're not pissing in the garden, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> no, exactly. The woman has a problem with they're burning her beans and they're pissing in a garden. Well, the, 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 whoever she's writing it off should, should, get that, should get that sorted. But, but, but I've, yeah, in time and time again, own. John, I've had people on the air who said they've contacted housing agencies and there's a multitude of them out there at the moment, NGOs, that provide housing for people in the social housing scheme and they do absolutely nothing about it. Yeah, like, to be honest, I, I actually think that... I actually want to know who's actually running it, if it's, if it's monkeys or if it's people. Well, this is the problem with housing agencies, because if people misbehave, if you move into a new house that you've been given by, essentially by the state or on a reduced rent by, by the state or being subsidised by a taxpayer, and you misbehave, you should be chucked out. Yeah, yeah to, be, to be honest, you should. Like, if you, like if you make a, if you, if you make a boogie, you should, you, should be, you should be penalised for it. Yeah. Get a, well, get a warning and then chucked out if, you, if your kids keep pissing in people's gardens or sending wire to their bins or whatever they're doing. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it, I'll be honest with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the other neighbours have three vans in the garden too and she's not happy about that either. I don't know. 
Anyway, listen, thank you very much indeed, Lorraine. Lorraine has loads to complain about, so we'll get her on again sometime. Well, Lorraine, what else do you have to complain about, by the way? Um, would you not bring on something like... Um uh, the vaccines are killing people. Would the vaccines are killing that? people. Which, which vaccines yeah, in particular are killing people? That, would you not? Which, which ones in particular are killing people? All of them are killing people. They're and you all know killing that. people. You know that. I don't, I don't know that. You clearly do, Lorraine. About it before and then you stopped. Now they're all, killing people all, and it should be... All, of, all the vaccines are killing people. No, all of them are killing people. Every, and and what, about, what about, you know, if you want to talk about vaccines in general, I'm talking about vaccines in general, over the last 50, 60 years since they've been developed, they have saved billions of lives in the world. COVID vaccines. Oh, you're, 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 you're focusing on the COVID. COVID oh, the rest of them are okay, so. Heart problems, blood clots. And what about the other vaccines? Are they okay? Are the other vaccines okay? No, the only vaccine that's safe is the one that's not given. Now, the COVID vaccine... Oh, and where, where is the one that's not given, Lorraine? The amount where, of young people don't... No, no, I want to go back very quickly. Where's the vaccine that's not being given? Where's that now? Are they hiding The it? one that's not given is the only safe one. The one that is not given to people. Where is that? Where is it? What do you mean, where is it? Talk about the COVID vaccine. No, I'm asking you where the one that's not being given. Can I get it? Like? Don't mind that for a minute, Niall. Okay, I do, Lorraine, I don't have time. I have to go into the news. Lorraine, I'll get you on again about it. All right. We'll have a ball together, the two of us chatting about it. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.